Welcome to Reset. I'm so excited, Sufi. We have my very dear friend on today. Yeah, this is going to be an amazing show. Her name is Ambujam Lakshmi, and she's coming Good to job. us from, thank you. <laughs> and she's, I always say it with a French accent, <laughs> so I just don't understand. Um, she's coming to us from South India. She's a remarkable woman. She's a healer. She is a speaker. She's, she's just amazing. And she was very pivotal for me in my reset. Okay. I met her right at the right time. As we know, there yeah. are no coincidences. I always say you gotta have good people around you. So. Yes, yes. So I met her and she really helped me with my reset and we will obviously get into it. But I wanna welcome you. you. I love this beautiful view, look at you. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Sifu. Thank you. Welcome to our show. Thank you for being on our show. So where is this whole place that you're at? I'm here in Kerala in South India at a mysterious location <laughs> at an ashram. <laughs> Tell everyone what an ashram is that doesn't know, just so we can educate our audience as we go. An ashram is a place where we uh, focus on spiritual practice, prayers, centering, um, reconnecting with the divine within. This ashram in particular, we're focusing on the center point of love mm. so that our actions can come from love and compassion. And so we do a lot of Karma yoga, which is selfless service. So meditation, yoga, laughter yoga. <laughs> I do laughter yoga. You're, that's your specialty. <laughs> do you see our love, love, love side? Yes, I love, love, love your love, love, love side. <laughs> love, 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 love. <laughs> So a lot of a lot of the teaching that you do, you focus on stress relief. You are a body and mind healer, and you do a lot of coaching and workshops and transform people's lives. Can you tell us a little bit about your business? My business or my workshops or all of you? Yeah, just share hmm. your story. Where what did you say? You have a reset that led you to on your journey. On this journey. Yes, definitely. I had a reset. Um, I've had many resets. I think my life has been a series of resets and transformations um, that I have to say were really catalyzed from pain and from difficulty. And the different hardships that I faced within my life brought actually so many blessings for a transformation. And um, I don't even know where to start where the first reset was, but I would have to, well, probably when I first went to massage school, when I first started learning about healing. But uh, the greatest reset I had was after doing massage and healing for many years, you know, really contacting the pain 
and the suffering that everybody's carrying in their bodies and minds, it became too much for me. It was, I felt the burden of humanity and it was really quite intense. And I had to stop actually doing healing and I had to stop touching people because I could feel all the pain in their body. And uh, then I met Amma. Amma is my spiritual teacher now and she's a saint from India who heals people through hugging them her embrace so I got a hug from her and I felt all the pain that I had kind of been feeling been the burden that I've been holding for others but also what I had absorbed from years of being a very sensitive being i had been absorbing a lot of energy from others and I felt Amma in her embrace I felt it all released and I felt a complete filling up of pure love, which was something I had never felt before. Mm. And from there, when I went to uh, address people's pain, I was able to start offering my services again, but I had something to give. I had a feeling of what love and what wholeness really is. I had never really felt that wholeness before. So my life here is always trying to stay connected to that wholeness, to that own, to that center point of love. And that's something that I try to share and communicate in my individual sessions and in my classes. And, and like I said before, I'm always growing and learning and always a student, but I, I learn every day just from watching Amma in action because she, she is a perfect master. She's a realized master. She's awake and she's just coming from that compassion. When you so, talk center point of love, are you talking about uh, a focus? Are you talking about a chakra? Can you elaborate more on the center point of love? Well, love is actually the center point of everything. <laughs> mm -hmm. Love is actually God. God is love. And love is God. It's so every atom and cell of creation is made up of that, which is, that's, the heart chakra is the balance point of the body. It's in the middle, so it's where... When we come to our center, we come to love. So that's our true nature, actually. And we just forget it when we go into our mind, maybe too many thoughts, or if we go too much into our lower emotions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what do you say to someone who's lost that perspective? How do you help them to uh, regain that or get back to that place? I think compassion is really the key. Compassion, forgiveness, and really positive energy. So, because positive energy is actually what fuels us. So, it's, it's when we become negative that we shut down to life, and when we're positive, we open back up to life, and when we're open, well, what's here is love. <laughs> so, 
that's what life is. Like Amma says, you know, everything in creation is happening because of love behind it. And any amazing deed that you see is because there's love behind it. So. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Um, yeah, there's love behind us. <laughs> love behind you, exactly, in every way. In every way. And that's why you're so inspired and that's why you're, you have so much positive energy to do what you're doing, you know. But really, um, yeah, you asked me, I forgot what the question was. You had asked me what were some ways and I feel forgiveness, you know, we really need to forgive the past and to realize that if, if love is really everything that there is like god is always showering grace on us the divine is always showering grace and actually every single situation that we have in our life is part of that grace so if we can look for the love in every situation we can also go back to our past and heal our past through forgiving the people and the situations because if we really look deeper we can find there's blessings there and those blessings are what made us who we are and if we haven't really harvested the blessings yet we still can and then we can truly become who we're meant to be because that was all our learning on purpose to develop us so if we haven't found it mm. we have to go digging and that's something i teach in the lakshmi prosperity workshop is just how to how to harvest the blessings and mm. how to give when we're not forgiving, we're blocking ourselves again to the flow of grace because the, the anger and the resentment causes us to contract in our minds, our perception of life, in our organs, our body, our muscles, everything. We don't, we don't open up fully. Maybe we're afraid. Maybe we're whatever. We're still resentful. Mm -hmm. So when we forgive, you know, isn't it Jesus that said forgiveness is the key to heaven? Anyway, forgiveness is the key to heaven. So when we forgive, we open back up again to that grace that's always there. Forgiveness so, equals freedom. Forgiveness equals yeah. freedom. Forgiveness equals freedom. Forgiveness equals reset. It's yes. the start of the reset. And yes. compassion too. And, yes. and compassion. And compassion helps us to rise above the situations that are like forgiveness is often more in the past and compassion is a way that we can rise above the situation in the present. If someone is coming, you know, with negative energy or something we don't resonate with, if we can just kind of lift ourselves a little higher and have compassion and it's not pity, it's actual compassion, like where you feel that love for a person, like, wow, they're really suffering. And if you can radiate that love, then you don't have to go into the reaction. Spiral. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now you have some very unique healing methods that you do. Can you share with our audience like about some of your transformational workshops and retreats that you're doing? Sorry, I'm just trying to adjust my video. <laughs> this is a first for me here with this zoom interview well, um <laughs> you're so cute <laughs>
a lot of my workshops and helping people transform and to yeah kind of clear the ground from the past come back into the present set goals for the future to manifest the future i mean we're really for what we want to create um that's a lot what i do with the lakshmi prosperity retreat and with the laughter medicine laughter is a way to bypass the mind and also in a way to massage the mind so that we can be positive no matter what so it releases so many endorphins and brings you into the present moment and kind of just dynamically not forces but just opens you up so again you're back in the present moment and you're feeling positive and it wasn't anything mental the motion creates the emotion so we use that as a tool to heal many aspects cause us to contract and close down we work with with laughter to bring humor lightheartedness but also to change our perspective cuz normally we have we have areas that make us shut down just different things situations and the mind becomes like kind of like a dark room when you laugh it's like opening the window and letting the sun in letting the light in and then you see oh that sound that i thought was i thought there was a animal in my room or there was some monster or something and you see oh it's just a paper blowing around it's like the the light brings a the new perspective so you can actually get a higher brighter perspective about everything in your life through this using these tools that i share so when i took her laughter workshop in new york city this summer i brought my girlfriend with me it was amazing and in that moment i really didn't feel like laughing you know i was going through something pretty heavy and i really did feel better but what I found the most interesting was a story that you told at the workshop and it was about how you discovered this laughter therapy and it was through a doctor. Can you tell our audience about that cuz I thought that was just a beautiful story. Mhm. Are you talking about the story of um Norman Cousins who healed himself through laughter? Yes. So there was a so actually the way laughter yoga came about was um there was a doctor which is uh Dr. Kataria Dr. Madan Kataria from India actually um who was writing a research article on laughter on the you know everybody hears laughter is the best medicine so he's a doctor so he wanted to see how is laughter the best medicine and then he came across this article or the story about Norman Cousins who was an American journalist I'm going to take my sunglasses off <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> These are um transition lenses. So as it got brighter, they got darker. Oh. So um <laughs> So he was an American journalist who was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease and he was actually in the hospital dying of this disease and he was in incredible amounts of pain and he was on huge amounts of morphine and painkillers and he had heard of the healing benefits of laughter and he decided he had nothing to lose he was dying anyway 
-hmm. So he wanted to experiment with himself and he checked himself out of the hospital, got off all the morphine, went and rented some comedy movies, went to a hotel, Marx Brothers and classic comedies like that. And he would just watch the comedy, laugh for 20 minutes. And he found that, well, he would laugh. And he found that after 20 minutes of laughing, he was able to fall asleep without pain mm. for two hours. Mm. After two hours, the pain would come back. He would watch the comedy again. He would laugh. And again, after 20 minutes, the pain subsided. He was able to fall asleep. Wow. Two hours. This cycle went on and on till he actually completely, completely healed himself of his autoimmune disease. So he had taken it to the extreme and he actually healed himself. And he wrote a book about it called Anatomy of an Illness. So Dr. Kataria was really inspired by that. And he thought, why are we not using laughter if it's so healing? Yeah. So he decided to get together in a park with some friends and just laugh. And at first they would laugh, they would tell jokes, but the jokes got old or offensive or for some reason it didn't really, you know, jokes are not universal. Yeah. So the people didn't want to do it anymore. So he said, please, we have to find a way to just laugh, just laugh. <laughs> so he went home and he said, give me 24 hours. He went home, he talked to his wife. Is Shakti. The women are the power behind everything, right? And she's a yoga teacher. And she came up with this idea, why don't we just make some physical laughter exercises and just laugh for no reason. So he went back and it really took, caught on. And now there's something like 7,000 laughter clubs in wow. 70 countries. Yeah, so the laughter really started making a difference in people's lives. And for me, I kind of take it to the next level where I bring in the body-mind healing that I've learned. I've learned a lot of um, expressive art therapy and body-mind somatic therapy. And, and I bring in the spirituality also to make it a richer experience to heal the mind as well as the body. So, oh. yeah, it's amazing. It's very profound. And I see transformations every day all the time <laughs> wow that's, that's fantastic who in your life has helped you the most uh or what maybe a technique has helped you the most to reset for yourself if you ask that, that pure unconditional love that she's given me has helped me the most and also um, just watching her in action, learning from her how to become more loving, more kind. And the reset that I think I really learned from Mama was to live to give rather than what you can receive or take. Because the giving, again, is that positive energy that as you give, it starts things in motion it's creative energy so and that's divine energy and so yeah we we tend to spend a lot of our lives in reaction rather than 
creation. So positive energy is a way to, I like to think of it as making a U-turn. And it happened because uh, actually I was in New York for Sandy, the hurricane, and it was so intense and so many people suffered. And I really felt the suffering of the people there and also that maybe it had to do with the imbalance in nature. And I felt like, wow, and we all feel this, the earth, the planet, society. I mean, what's happening with the government, everything. There's so many things that make us feel so down and are really, you know, it's like, wow, what's happening to our world? It's almost like we're going off a cliff, like <laughs> all together in the family suburban. You know, like, and I just felt like, wow, I just, I just kept saying to myself, wow, we have to make a U-turn. We have to make a U-turn. We can't do this. We have to make a But at this point, what can we do to change? I don't think there's really anything we can do to change it at this point. What can we do? What can we do? And I was praying and praying and praying for months, actually. And my prayer was, what's the U-turn? <laughs> How can we change this? And one, one morning I got invited to give a talk at a yoga conference and I was still thinking about what I would share. And I woke up in the morning and I was like, ah, I know what the U-turn is. I know what it is. And it's this. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, though. We just need to start with positive energy, one step at a time. What Amma says is the darkness can't remain for long, and it always has the dawn within its womb. So if we can just hold out through the darkness and light the lamp of faith within us, um. uh, even if we can't see far, if we can take one step at a time with faith, you know, we can light up our own lives and the lives of those around us. And I feel like that's positive energy because if we're negative, we bring ourselves even more down. That motion creates even more of a collapse. And then the people who are good hearted, they really need to rise up now and take a stand and be empowered. And we need to be empowered with positive energy to do all the things that we are here to do. We're alive right now at this time for a reason. Mm -hmm. How do you? So, it's that positive energy. How do you? I know that you tour the world, and you work with so many people and touch so many people. How do you continue to nourish yourself and stay so positive? It's work. I mean, it is hard work. <laughs> I think meditation helps me a lot. Um, alone time for me, it's really important to. Uh, reset, go back internal, um, and process, and um, laughter, medicine really helps me a lot. Anything spiritual, I love spiritual practice, so that really nourishes me. So being here at the ashram with Amma, that really nourishes me. Um, being with Amma nourishes me. So that's why I do it, because I want to realign, not realign, but I did realign myself with what I find to be the highest vibration of love 
that I've ever met. And so. How long have you been with Alma? How long do you think this took you to get aligned the way you are now? Oh, it's always a process, but I've been with Alma since 2001. So I guess it's taken me since then to get to where I am right now. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Wow. Hey, can you tell us, for those who don't know who Alma is, can you tell us who she is and what she's about and how you heard about her? Yeah, Amma is, uh, I said before, she's considered to be a living saint. Um, she was born in this small fishing village in Kerala um, with the feeling from a very young age of so much compassion for other people that she would take care of the sick and the elderly that she would meet. She would um, go to house to house to collect banana peels for their cows and she would see all these people that needed care and she would really care for them and again her sense of the suffering of, of, of humanity was so much that at some point it became too intense for her and she really I mean from a really early age she was also very connected to God and to her sense of connection with God but at some point the suffering of humanity she felt was so unfair that she really really cried to God and was asking for how this could happen and she got the message that it's their karma to suffer but it's your dharma to help them oh. Oh. and so she just made it her life mission to help people and she is the only person I know who is coming 100% every second from pure love. She's giving love all the time. She's never once taking for herself. But she doesn't need to because she's in that flow, that source. And when we open up, the divine wants to move through us. The divine wants to give through us. And the divine, amazingly enough, is always serving. That's the nature of the divine. And, and that's where we can really access our bliss. So that's something that she teaches and that's what I'm still learning from her. Um, but she hugs people. She's hugged more than 30 million people. And, wow. and she heals people through her hug. So many people have had these miraculous transformations. Just from one hug, I've had a miraculous. I mean, my first hug, you know, completely changed my life as a reset for the positive. And the way, one of the ways that this transformation comes about is that Amma, she sees God everywhere. She sees God in everyone. When she looks at you, she sees your divinity. And when you feel that divinity being seen, it awakens within you. So her mission is to awaken the divinity in everybody and to remind us of our potential. And what she says, you know, the, the one thing that's missing the most from the world is, and why the world is in this state of imbalance that it's in, is the, the divine feminine, the motherhood. So one of her missions as well is to awaken the motherhood within everyone. And what that means, motherhood, is just those qualities that really are kind of 
really partial to mothers, which is unconditional love and compassion. But Amma says that everybody has this motherhood within us. We just have to awaken these qualities, unconditional love, patience, compassion. And when we can do that, then we can have peace on earth, heaven on earth. And again, there's no heaven and hell outside of us. It's in our mind and we can create it here on earth right now. So awakening these qualities, that's what Amma's really set on doing. And she, she'll do this from 10 in the morning till sometimes 10 the next morning, every, yeah. every few days. And she's hugging all day and all night, hardly sleeping at all, hardly wow. eating. Wow. It's like she's the mother and there's thousands and thousands of children crying and she can't <laughs> ignore the suffering. So, and people are changing and, you know, doing more and more positive things with their lives. Mm -hmm. So many people have gotten off of drugs and other addictions just through getting that nourishment of love. Well, you were that pivotal point for me because you really taught me not only I took your laughter class, but I have also done some healing sessions with you. And you really taught me how to tap into that love for myself, which I never really knew about, didn't really take seriously. Um, and it changed me. It, it really did transform me. To talk about some of the other things that you do. Like what? Well, you do the, you do the massage. You mm -hmm. do different hands-on healing. Mm -hmm. The energy. Do you want to tell our audience a little bit about that that don't know? Sure. Um, yeah, I do what I call cellular unwinding, mm -hmm. which is a kind of hands-on healing where I just basically tune in to your system and listen with my hands. My hands have to use as a gift. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I tune in and I also recall and invoke that feeling of wholeness within you but at the same time i don't do anything i just listen to what i feel as the pain in your body whether it's inflammation pain stuck uh, it can be stuck physical or emotional or energy uh, energetic and as i sit with it and the body feels that support through my awareness it starts to relax and unwind. Mm -hmm. And as it unwinds, your natural circulation and prana, your energy, starts to flow unimpeded, unimpeded. So it's like the obstacles and the blocks released just through being held, just through acceptance, really. And that's another thing that, you know, that Amma does is just accepting you as you are you are that's love it doesn't mean we don't we're not dedicated to improving mm -hmm. yeah but like a child you know you, you accept your child as they are but you know they're growing and you still help them to grow we can be like that with ourselves gentle with ourselves and the more gentle we are with ourselves the more gentle we are with others but 
basically in the work that I do, it's, it's really just supporting your own wholeness to come back. So reminding your system of the blueprint of wholeness. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I feel grateful to Amma for being able to, I only know that because I felt that through her. Yeah, I love that expression, blueprint for wholeness. Me right? too. It's really interesting. I love that. So it's our nature. So the other, all of this tension and everything, it's it's not real. And the body is always trying to come back to homeostasis, trying to come back to balance. So when you communicate balance to the body, it it's like, oh yeah, that's it. And it it does the work itself in a way. So, and it's the same with the laughter. It's like, that's why laughter is so contagious. They say it's more contagious than yawning because the body's always trying to go back to balance. So when it sees someone genuinely laughing, it's like, ah, that's it. That's my natural state. It remembers that because bliss is actually our true nature. You see children, they're laughing all the time. You see children laugh 300 to 400 times a day and adults laugh less than 12. Yeah. So body. What's that? The natural reset for the body, laughter. Yes, yes. And also um, something that Amma teaches a lot through with the spirituality is that the childlike innocence deep within us is God. That childlike innocence is totally open to learn and to grow and to love and to be enthusiastic and positive. So the laughter also helps with that, to awaken that that joy that we haven't really felt since we were children for whatever reason we've shut down or it wasn't appropriate or maybe it just life hasn't been that funny so when you you can learn to access that joy without needing an outside source of humor and it's the same with the love like learning to access that love without an outside source and then when you access that love within you then you naturally attract and generate actually that love. You actually create love. You actually give love, and then love is everywhere. Love is <laughs> it already is. <laughs> well, I know that you have retreats that you teach. And uh, when is your next one? How do people find out about it? So um, my next retreat is in April, the end of April in Byron Bay. That's the Lakshmi Prosperity Retreat. Um, You can find out about it through my website, lakshmihealing.com. And uh, then I'll be in New York in May, and I'll have some workshops and retreats there. Um, Some will be at ABC Home again, which is where you came, Jackie. Yes. And the Lakshmi Prosperity Retreat also has a day retreat there. And then um, I have another Lakshmi Happiness Retreat coming up in Brazil in July. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that will be um, Lakshmi is L-A-K-S-H-M-I. And Lakshmi is the form of the divine. uh, Amma says that God is actually neither male nor female. God is love. <laughs> but if God were male or female, God would be a mother because those motherly qualities, right? So Lakshmi is the form of the mother that is giving all 
goodness, all blessings, all prosperity, happiness, health. Um, and to just remember that the divine is always taking care of us is so important. So then we can start to trust. And then we can actually, again, like realize that even the difficulties are part of that blessing, if that's what we're needing to learn. So, yeah, in the workshops, we, you know, I talk about the different symbolism of Goddess Lakshmi, but also how we can embody that within our, ourselves, within our bodies and our lives. To, to be a source of blessings for everyone. Like, let the blessings through us. So, um, yeah, something else that Amma shares is, <clears throat> even if people are throwing stones at you, throw rose petals back at them. Oh. Because what you're doing is actually everyone is a reflection of, of us, you know, but actually what you're doing by throwing rose petals at them is you're putting rose petals on your own path home. That's what Amma says. So it's like, yeah, so if we can just start as much as possible to just give blessings, you know, if someone is, has done something to hurt you or that you're angry about, you know, try to activate that compassion. Try to see what it is that this person is lacking. And then try to pray for them to have the blessings that they actually need to change, to transform. Because everybody wants to be their best. And if they're not being their best, it's because somewhere they're stuck. So we can just try to share the blessing of compassion and, and really actually pray specifically for... I call it remedial blessings. <laughs> you now, can look. Yeah. What, what would you say to our audience if they're going through a reset? What are three tips you would give them? Because you gave me so many and it wasn't remedial by any, by any stretch of the word. But what would you say to our audience for some reset tips? Lakshmi reset tips to go. <laughs> uh, I mean, three things. I kind of already talked about them, but I would say three things are forgiveness. Try to forgive everybody. I mean, we do some very specific exercises in, in my retreats um, for forgiveness, but one way to forgive is what I just said, is to give this remedial blessing. So look at the person that you're having a hard time forgiving. See what it is that they're, what could have made them do that? What are they lacking? Maybe they're lacking consideration. Maybe they're lacking love, whatever it is. And pray for them to have that. Pray for them to have those qualities, those values. Sometimes we don't understand why people do something because we would never do it. Because we have, maybe we have a more prosperous value system. So share your values, even in your prayers. Um, secondly, for the present, just work as much as possible to be fully present in the positive. Plant your seeds every moment. The point of power is in the present moment. So every moment, what do you want to create? 
do it right now. Just be it. And for the future, really set, set goals for yourself. Set beautiful, bright, brilliant, positive goals higher than you would maybe normally. Maybe not too high because you want to be able to feel like you can do it. But set goals for yourself. And then take action steps and know that you're supported for positive energy, for growth, for transformation. Do it. Reset. Transform. You need that positive energy. Anything's possible. There's a Hindi term, sabkuch malega. It means anything is possible. So we just need to believe in ourselves. Amma says, sabkuch malega. Amma says, self. Amma says, self confidence and faith are the same thing, because God is within us. So have faith in yourself, have faith in the divine within and do those positive things. And sometimes even just one small thing can make such a difference. I have a friend from Finland and she says it's so, you know, depressing the weather there for most of the year. It's so dark and people get really depressed. And she also was getting really depressed. But then she started doing, whenever she would feel depressed, she would go and do something kind for someone. And then she would get so happy, the person would be so happy. So she found this way of spreading sunshine through helping others. And I mean, we've all heard these stories and we all do our best, but we can always do more. So it's just, that was a very literal way. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm gonna be late for my laughter class now on the beach. I'm already late. I have to go. They're waiting for me to laugh down there. Um, oh, nice. Well, we are, we're going to say goodbye to you. Okay. Thank you. Do you want to say? Yeah, no, thank you for being on Reset with us. Thank you for being a divine. Yes, divine. thank you so much. I love you. Oh, thank you, too. I love you, too. Okay. I can't wait. And what Amma says, what Amma says is we are love. Yes. We are. We are love. So... Thank you for sharing with me today. For, for being here. <laughs> hey, don't forget, keep a there. Reset, because you deserve it. Thank you. Yay, thank you. Thank you.